Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on your roll, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, PostWrestling.com, Stitcher, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, uh, Spotify, YouTube. YouTube. What's the YouTube? Uh, Napster. No. Winamex. LimeWire. Oh, did they have LimeWire back over there in it's, the UK? I mean, the internet is worldwide. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Fuck. Well, throwback there. You weren't expecting that. What, what, it was LimeWire and Kazaa. That was what I Kazaa, yeah. Had, Napster Kazaa. was like the OG. Yeah, and, and then, then sued by Metallica. And then, did you have WinMX? That was like another one. No, I don't... I, don't I remember you'd one. spend like, on your dial-up connection, like four days downloading. Awesome. I downloaded Bad Blood... 97 Undertaker Shawn Michaels Hell in a Cell I'd right. never seen it and then it wasn't like it wasn't heard. that match and, and it was it something was... else that was called Bad Blood <laughs> <laughs> and then your parents got mad that you downloaded it <laughs> and then I discovered history <laughs> yeah <laughs> incognito mode now you know changes the game oh yeah um, how are you my friend I'm I'm okay I I had a haircut yesterday I can I can see that I've... we're doing this uh, we, we do we're, we're trying out YouTube live and, and all these things and yeah we got a new webcam and today's the day uh, we're not live because of your haircut <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah I'm you look I, like Brock Lesnar I've had a really hard like 10 days I'd say <laughs> dude that's called life <laughs> no I know but it's been like especially like I got I had a hard month <laughs> yeah well no I had um uh so I had to get up super early last week to call immigration because right, right. they only answer the phone at 8 a.m. on the dot. I work in a bar where I'm closing. Sure, so I was worried all night about calling them. Right. So I didn't sleep at all. And also our AC is fucked here. <laughs> um, and then I like worked that night. I think we did a show. I worked the other night. And then I did a clopen. 
followed by the Evolve show. Right. And then I Which kept everyone going. should go listen to, by the way. Sunday, I was managing at work, and if I wasn't managing, I'd have called in. I okay. was, like, uh, I walked in, I wanted, to, I wanted to cry. Like, people kept on trying to come in early. It's like, hi, are you open? All the chairs are up and the lights are off. Do we look fucking open? <laughs> like, I was going to blow. So I, I took Tuesday off. I was like, wow. there's seven people on. I don't need to work. Sure. I need a day. A mental health day, which are important, I think. Yeah. And uh, so was feeling slightly better about myself. Then oh. yesterday was like, go to the place I always get my hair cut. Go to the girl who's cut my hair... A fair amount of so times. So you've been to this place before. I've been there loads of times. And the girl and who's the cut same you, girl. your hair is the same girl. And she goes, how do you want it? I was like, oh, same as usual. Like, two on the back and sides, yeah. a bit shorter at the bottom, a little bit off top, thin it out. So a little bit off top. I want, like, you've seen how I style it. I right. style it up. You do a little do it. And then she's cutting away and then oh. takes the whole of my fringe off. Fringe. That's what you. That's what well, it's called. It's I don't a, have hair. It's on my a head fringe when it's down, and then push it up. You, push it you, up. And she goes, "So, what do you think?" And I was like, "Well, honestly, I hate it." But <laughs> I was like, "You said it to yeah, me." Yeah. Wow, you have balls. No one ever tells the. I was the like, "I, that. you've taken way too much off the front, and I'm not sure why you did that, <laughs> but like." It'll grow back. Like, I'm trying to be kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. I've always said, like, when I go to tables and I'm like, how is your food? I hate it when people go, oh, yeah, it's fine. And then it's I come not, back later yeah. and they haven't touched it. And they were like, this was cold and this was burnt. So, well, why are you telling me now right. when you're about to pay? So you actually told her the hair. So I was like, I'm... Did she give you a discount? No. And I still tipped her, but I was just like, it's... Take a little bit off and go, is that enough? Sure, and then yeah. go, oh, you can go a bit more, a bit more. You right. can't... Like, put hair back on. You look like Brock Lesnar, Boombox Brock. It reminds... I do. I look like Brock Lesnar or John Cena John Cena or O2. It's so annoying. You look like, like Brutus the Barber Beefcake oh. went to town. And, um... <laughs> it's like, I, re- I ordered a, a kebab once back home. Sure. And I went to the the bathroom and told my friend to, like, pick it up. And I come back and she goes, Oh, they asked if you wanted garlic sauce on it. I go, and and what did you say? It's like, oh, well, I said, yeah. It's like, you ruined my meal. Oh. Open it up, smothered. I can't even scrape it off, smothered. I oh. dumped it in the bin, right? It's, say, oh, no, I don't think so. And then she goes, oh, they asked if you wanted garlic sauce. And I go, oh, what did you say? I said, no. Oh, okay, no worries. Could I have some garlic sauce sure. in this, please? okay, right. Same with the hair. I'm sorry, so it's ruined my week again. Wow. You're just... You're going to look so funny for the rest of the month. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, at least you have hair. I don't know. True. <laughs> it's upset. Just me. wear a hat. It's upset. Me. Yeah, well, then I my ears. What? <laughs> get a uh, get a snapback. Get a No, like, they suit me even worse. I'm better with a, like a baseball cap stuff. Like if you if you want it to like make your head look cover everything, just wear a snap or get a toque. A toque in get this toque. heat. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's meant to feel like 45 degrees tomorrow. Oh. In American that is like really hot, <laughs> really fucking hot. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry that your your week didn't go quite your way. Um, Although at least I've had the G1 and a, a load of wrestling, a load of really lot of good wrestling. wrestling. Um, fight Fight for the Fallen happened this week. Uh, I, I would say it was their their weakest. Show. Right, I've heard that. I I'm probably going to watch that tomorrow. Um, I've watched the Librarian match so far. <laughs> That's oh it. God, I did not watch that. Uh, uh, did you watch Extreme Rules? 
Yeah, I did, actually. Really good show, I thought. I thought so. I, I, for some strange reason, enjoyed Undertaker and Roman Reigns. Yeah, it was great. Um, but I would, would say Cesaro, Alistair Black, obviously. I, I actually want to go back and rewatch that, because yeah. I watched that one a bit tired, and I thought it was awesome, and it should be awesome. But I think we're so used to seeing guys who are great being on the main roster and kind of being handcuffed a bit. I, re- I really like that. I want to see more of Alistair Black. We said on this show, we want the badass Black yeah. that we got in NXT. I feel like we'll get that. Um, and then we watched the Evolve show, which everyone can go listen to. And thanks for all the, the kind words. Um, and then the G1 I've been watching. I just haven't been caught up today. I know you were watching this morning. I Yeah, I've got one match left to watch. I've right. just got uh, Osprey Ibushi. Oh, yeah, that's, that's that's the one I was like, do I wake up early to not be spoiled? I haven't been spoiled on anything yet. But. I think I think you're pretty, you've got to go searching for spoilers to be spoiled with G1, no, I find. No, 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 no. But you're on your Twitter, like, all the time. I love, I love the Twitter. Uh, like, True. you can send us tweet, but, like, don't go, like, scrolling through, sure. I find. I, I have a habit of just, when I'm bored, I open my phone and go to Twitter or yeah. Instagram, right? That's just I, my... Yeah, I've not been spoiled so far. I'm... My mum comes to town on Tuesday. My mum comes to town? Yeah. That's when it's going to be a struggle to... To watch things? To watch things. Yeah. Like, I'm so, I'm going to have to... You're going to hear it. You're, I, we live together. You're going to hear me watching it. Yeah. Like, you're going to be spoiled. Um, of match winnings and losers. I think, and, I think I'll, I'll be able to keep up with that. You'll just to have watch to watch it. some with me. She's watched it with me. I'll watch it with her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get your mom to watch the G1. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I have. I don't really have uh, much going on uh, other than watching some wrestling. I've been working. Um, I've switched over to 12-hour shifts at work. How is that going? Well, ever since doing them, I'm, I haven't slept in the past 24 hours because I got home from my shift and was like, oh, I'm off for a few days and just slept a full okay. day. So then that ruined my like night now because um, I just can't sleep. Have you heard of this thing called... Marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) We both said different drugs. Uh, uh, I just... I... I feel like also I had like a, I had, we did the Evolve show and then I had to go to like a birthday party after. So Sam, shout out Sam, he listens. Uh, we went to, to hideout and I convinced, I didn't convince him, he convinced himself to get a birthday party that already has been going from like 10 to about 3 a.m. And they continued on and went to our local haunt, the hideout. And it was, it was a, it was a messy scene at yeah. the hideout on Saturday night. Uh, but then I had to wake up because a friend of mine works for uh, a beer company. Okay. And said, Hey, you can come and bring a friend hmm. and, and come just drink a lot of the f- new free products for the summer. And it's like a big giant party in these shipping containers. So they empty out shipping containers near the lake, okay. and they turn into a party. Essentially, you can actually rent this venue, this space. So for Takeover Tailgate two, two in the near future, we got to rent out these giant. Like, there's no way we can afford it. <laughs> it's, it was insane, and I drank uh, hard kombucha. Okay, I don't even know what kombucha is. It's a millennial thing. Oh, one hundred percent. Did I- you do the millennial test? Been going around recently? No. What's oh, the okay. Continue test? your story and like. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what kombucha is, but right. people were joking, being like, "Haha, it's good for you." So I was like, "All right, well, it's five percent alcohol, so it must be good for you." So I like, I was drinking those, and it just like got a lot of sun. I had like a fantastic day, essentially, uh, and then I just been working. But um, I don't. That's that's uh, my birthday's next week. 
Yes. So the summertime in the city is just, I feel like I'm not trapped inside in the cold a lot, and I enjoy it. It's nice. It's a good city to be in in the summer. A bit bit too hot, maybe, at the moment. Yes. Um, I need more tank tops in my life. We need a thunderstorm big time. We just had one. No, we've had rain. We've had rain in my room. (laughs) We haven't had thunder and lightning. What's been happening is it's been raining, and then it just gets sunny and it's hot Yeah, I guess so. Um, I think we need a good thunderstorm, but it's it's been it's been pretty nice. Uh, yeah. So also another thing we should talk about is uh, the uh, the Russians. Okay. And the Russians, uh, you see, uh, if anyone watches Stranger Things, yeah. have you finished Stranger, I finished Stranger Things? Things? Yeah. Oh, Steve, Steve. Um, <laughs> Alexi was trying to warn us that the the Russians they're mm. coming, they're spying, they're yep. gonna take all your data. They already did. We're fucked. Trump's going to win again because you wanted to see pictures of yourself looking old. <laughs> Think, like, everyone's out, outraged about this. And I'm like, realistically, what are you going to find? Yeah, $500 in my bank account, a few pictures of me drunk, and a load of notes on wrestling. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, what's that? Oh, he thought Tanahashi Okada was a 4.75. Cool. What are you going to do with that? My one real tech buddy, <laughs> my one real nerdy tech buddy uh, was texting me the other day. He's like, yo, bro, don't, like, this is his message. Yo, bro, don't use this app. Like, look, it's it's owned by Russians. I'm like, dude, what are they going to find? Pictures <laughs> pictures that I probably shouldn't have on my phone anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, the Russians are going to go, hmm. That's impressive. <laughs> if you're like Justin Trudeau or Donald Trump, yeah. maybe don't use this thing. Right, but right. like, <laughs> I just don't like. What, what are these? What, I'm imagining some Russians like. All right, we got this guy. Let's see. We got this ginger bearded looking fuck. Let's go through his phone. Okay, there's a photo of a Japanese wrestler in <laughs> leather pants, and there's a there's the same shot but zoomed in. I don't understand what's on this guy's phone. You know what's gonna happen. <laughs> We're going to have a load of Russians suddenly buy tickets to our takeover tailgate. <laughs> the Russians! It's just fitting that the Stranger Things Season 3 oh, is all tied all into the Russians yeah. and Smirnoff and, yeah. and all this. So, uh, uh, yeah, pour a little out for us. Have you done the old, the aging thing? Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, well, I downloaded it and then I put Steve from Stranger oh, Things yeah, in first because I was like, that's who I associate with. And then I put myself through it and I looked like uh, like my dad and my grandpa. It's really weird. So I I've, got creepy. I've never really thought I look like my dad. No, you don't. But I've always thought I'm more like my mum. Sure. Like I've got more of my mum's features. Have you seen my one I put up? You look like your dad. I look like my dad. Right. I, but I also got, I look like Paul Weller. I got Clint Eastwood, George Bush. And Neil Morrissey. <laughs> I feel like it. It just makes you look like. I feel it, it to guys. It makes you look older than. It's than the them. neck. They oh, do the okay. neck really well. Well, like I already have a, a glorious beard, and it just adds like beard texture to people and stuff. Because now there's another one where it's dudes are are like beard fishing. Have you heard of this? Okay. You know why this whole like technology mm. is crazy? I, I work at a news station, right, and. The, we ran a story the other day where they, they're sampling of, the, you know, the stuff in Star Wars where Carrie Fisher was dead, but they brought her back yeah. to, on like a different actor mm. and all that. They're, this is similar technology where they can take you and put your face on my body like flawlessly. Yeah. So they did some test runs of putting Jim Carrey over, uh, um, The Shining. Uh, Jack okay. Nicholson, and it's like flaw. Like you, if you were to show this to someone, they might and never have seen The, the Shining, they would believe that it was actually right. That that's and it's crazy. just crazy, and it's the same kind of thing with like adding, 
you know, I, I don't use Snapchat as much as I, I do for as a millennial. I guess I'm just too old, but uh, there's so many filters and, you know, people, especially girls when they take selfies and they put the filters mm. of dog faces and stuff like that. Like the next level is going to be like some crit. I'm scared. I'm scared <laughs> of what these Russians are up to, man. I don't know. That's the whole thing. You could put Io Shirai on your face in a photo. Like, that's how you can... No, I, I, <laughs> Wait a second. No, let me rewind that. <laughs> that's not what I meant. And she, you have Kyrie. Get out of here. Uh, how is the Kyrie cutout from the the other day? Did she get water damage? Oh, she's fine. <laughs> she had water damage before. <laughs> <laughs> We're just on a terrible roll. Because uh, we had some rain and I was... I literally was like, oh, the back room. Kyrie and I ran and I think she was okay from what I remember because I know we <laughs> cut her legs off for it. Yeah, we made her short for the right. Evolve show. Right, well, that's good. I need a EO cut out really quickly. Um, lastly, uh, what are you doing September the 20th? Uh, I, I don't know what September the 20th is. So I don't even know what I'm doing later today. Okay, book it off. <laughs> What's September the 20th? Book it off. I'll, I'll send you an invite on Facebook. Is it another tailgate party uh similar yeah is it it's, a concert it's a big big party uh kind of like, is it a, uh you need to tell me what it is now i can't just wait will you join me i'm thinking for my birthday a belated birthday thing okay kim kim's on board oh uh see if john and way want to come as well okay we're gonna raid area 51 baby. oh <laughs> that's what i knew i knew i was busy on that day i knew it when she said it i was like i i've already got plans yeah i was like i don't want to make any promises because i'm going to area 51 uh the hotels motels all nearby are all booked did you hear this really the government now is like dude we just said don't and now all the hotels are booked do you think that's like legit or do you think the government's just booked it they've done the Ooh. Who was it? Fifty Cent? That no. Who was it that yeah, booked Fifty whole... Cent? Yeah. bought the whole few rows of a Ja Rule show. That's recently. right. Yeah. Uh, no, I feel like it's actual people that it bought. I think people will show up. I, I'm calling it. Someone's dying. Someone's gonna get shot, and I think it's gonna happen. Like literally, someone will get shot, and then everyone's gonna go. Oh, okay. Et. <laughs> uh, it's so funny that this is a thing, but I blame I the Russians. I blame the Russians again. I don't know. That's that's what I'm. Like, if if you think trying to get through it isn't going to work, like, people will go through. I've seen so many shitty horror movies about Area 51, and, like, they're they're all terrible. I just, I just imagine a bunch of kids making it really funny, and then one kid gets shot, and then it's not funny yeah. anymore. <laughs> um, should we do a special uh, live? We need to get our live feed, like, working by then. Sure. Live from Area 51. Wow. I mean, I I do love me some aliens. So, what would you? What do you think is behind there? What are you gonna find in Area Fifty One? What are we hoping to see? What's your end game? Well, that's what I want to know. But like, what what is? What would you want to see? You know, I think aliens are cool deep down. Right. I think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna be malicious. Although, if they've been trapped in Area Fifty One for this time, maybe they'll be a bit pissed off well well that's what people seem to think that the aliens are trapped in we'll there free them yeah that's it's like district nine kind of see i have a different take okay okay i don't believe the aliens are in there right i believe we are the aliens and how, however technology or things beyond our advances beyond our control is that's and the secrets and the the quote-unquote missing link if you will that's what's inside so they're basically the natives 
and yeah, I'm not we've quite invaded sure about my, my, and my, taken over. Yeah, I don't really know when, like, I'm, you know, I'm not 100% serious, but I'm like, I don't think you're going to go in there and find aliens. Mm. Uh, you've never seen the movie Independence Day, but, like... There's alien shit in there in that movie. Oh, wait, yeah, I know what it's like, about. The ships and stuff, I think, are in there. Right. Is, is what... Like, people are expecting they bust into alien 50, Area 51 and you're going to drive off on, like, the vehicles from Halo. Like, you're not, <laughs> you're not going to just find an alien, like, vehicle. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. What I, I love any good excuse for a meme. Though. Oh and that's, yes, that's what's been great for this. It's just been I've actually meme city. All yeah, week. I haven't seen and uh, there wasn't any mention of it uh, on the week on Extreme Rules or Monday Night Raw or Tuesday. Like there, there wasn't as much as I thought. I, you know, WWE they find something funny, they'll beat you over the head with it. Mauro would have dubbed something in. Over yeah, this <laughs> definitely. I just I like, want and Dexter Loomis <laughs> looking like he's escaped from Area Fifty One. <laughs> he did. He did. I, 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 I'd be down to go to Area Fifty One, but. Uh, mostly, I, I just want to like wander through the desert. That sounds more fun. I don't know, do some peyote. It'd be fun. <laughs> Become aliens ourselves. Uh, I got in a real heated talk about aliens. That's why I have this whole thing. Oh yeah, because someone was saying that uh, that that they're not real and there's no way that they're real. And I was like, you're telling me that uh, we're the only planet to have people and. And this girl was like, no, there's no aliens. However, ghosts, let me tell you about ghosts. And I was like, get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah, I think it's really arrogant to think we're the only yeah. living being in the universe. Yeah. Um, I don't think necessarily technology will allow any time soon for you to... Text. To text? Sure, <laughs> Text sure. the aliens. To slide into their DMs, but you, like people got to start focusing on Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eighty Two, who works for the government uh, and about UFOs and alien conspiracies. I want to know his take on this whole area. Is that thing. why he wasn't at Budweiser State? Yeah, I mean he he's got some things going on with aliens from Tom from Blink One Eighty Two. So I uh, I'm interested in seeing the aliens. I'm down to go if, if you want. Awesome, wanna... we'll do it. Let's I just want to get shot. Yeah. We'll, we'll save up by some. We'll wear some Roman Reigns Roman vests. vests. <laughs> Roman vests and oh god, yeah, aliens exist. Uh, okay, well, I guess we should raid Full Sail University and talk about this week's episode of NXT. NXT Wednesday, July seventeenth, two thousand nineteen. It starts off. They tell us that Adam Cole will have a championship match tonight. He's going to defend his title. To who? We don't know. We'll find out. The show, however, starts off with a familiar face from this past weekend. Mm. If you did, in fact, watch the Evolve show uh, or listen to me and you uh, do a podcast about it, uh, our match of the night was uh, featuring this guy, Arturo Huas. Yes. Formerly uh, Jaud yeah. from here. We've seen him in NXT. He's the... Uh, the Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy. He comes out in his full, like, Brazilian gear here. And he's facing off against Matt Riddle. Now, I'm already invested in this match. I yeah. was already like, oh, yeah, this is like a future take. This is what we were talking about mm. on the show uh, last week. Uh, Matt Riddle comes out in his Yankee gear from NXT. Clearly, this was filmed shortly after uh, yeah. the takeover in New York. It was making me think... Uh I was like, oh, is he going to wear something like Raptors-esque for yeah, I uh, bet someone Toronto? Will. And then I was like, no, 
Velveteen Dream is going to come out dressed as a dinosaur <laughs> or riding a dinosaur. Either that or maybe like a King of the North sure. kind of thing. Yeah. He wears the crown and stuff. Right. Maybe that. There should be something to do with the raptor. I think it'll yeah. be Dream to do yeah? that. Yeah, okay. He'll come out on a raptor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Riddle versus Arturo Juas. Um, <clears throat> I, I just have a note, a note here that the commentator, I think it was Moro, mm. he said that both of these guys show interest in fighting Kushida, and that the line to fight Kushida is longer than the line at the new Harry Potter ride. Have you heard about this? That the the ride? The the line for it. No. So it's like Hagrid's magical creatures oh, yes. ride or okay. something like that. And I've looked at the like point of view camera thing oh, for the ride. God. And so many of the rides at Universal now are all the sort of video uh, kind of 3D video rides. Right. Um, this is more of a traditional roller coaster. Um, but the lines have been 10 plus hours <laughs> because they've had, get out of here. They've had some technical difficulties, but they're honoring people that have bought admission to the park. They're like, we won't close the park until what? you ride the ride. That's ridiculous. So there've been like record breaking lines for a ride of like 10 plus. I hours. can't wait an hour for a line. Like I can't, yeah. I can't sit there for a ride. A ride takes less than a minute. It's like everyone's getting excited for like uh, <clears throat> Star Wars Land and Avatar Land and right. all that. Wait a few years, like yeah. the li- the rides will still be awesome. Just that's crazy. Where's, crazy. When's the WWE rides coming? When's the WWE? That was like Land? Niagara, wasn't it? Yeah, for the pile driver. It was just a drop zone. It wasn't very good. Right. Uh, that's interesting. Well, the line is longer. To fight Kushida. But yeah, I, I like that <laughs> this is Kushida's gimmick, basically, is he's this yeah. hot international superstar who everyone across wants the whole fight. of WWE wants to fight. They want to um, fight him. I like that. So I instantly got really excited, because why would you say that? Mm. Why would you say that, Mauro, when Kushida's not in this match? It's Matt Riddle and Huas here. Yeah. And he mentions, he goes out of his way to say that. So I instantly think, ooh, Matt Riddle versus Kushida, a takeover Toronto? We'll get there. Mm. We'll get there. Um, this match starts off, and Moro is uh, totally behind Arturo Huas. He says uh, he's a uh, Brazilian you know, MMA and all this stuff, and as we know of uh, Matt Riddle. And they start uh, mixing it up here, and they're doing like holds and exchanges and wrist locks and, and some crazy strikes. Honestly, it looked like they were just shooting for a little bit. It looked really cool to watch this. Um, there's like choke holds, sleeper holds, arm bars, arm holds. The, the, the bro counters into his own counter for counter. Like I said, it's like an actual shoot. It looked great. There's mentions of Pancrase, uh, from Morrow. Um, then all of a sudden there's like a, a sparring part where they're both trying to hit each other, but they're, they can't, they can't reach. It's like a real UFC fight. And then Riddle connects with a roundhouse. But it looks like he wasn't trying to hit him, but he actually hit him. And Ruas sells it like when you, the fighters in there, like, oh, I got tagged. All right, cool. I'm still in this. I'm still. I got hit in the set in the ear. I'm I'm fine. Uh, I just thought the 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 selling was really good from both of these guys. Clearly, they actually know what it's like to be, of course, in yeah. these in these situations. So it does it does it there. Um, Ruas goes to like this crazy takedown and then hitting these strikes because his reach is actually crazy. Uh, I like I I said on our evolve show this guy would kill you in real yeah. life no doubt about it um, and he takes down Riddle and he's doing these strikes but it pisses Matt Riddle off he gets to his feet hits the flash knee 
takes Huas down with his own takedown and goes for a ground and pound. It's like thrusting palm strikes mm. on top and everything. And uh, the match is over. The ref rings a bell. What I thought was a DQ because he wasn't stopping. But in actuality, uh, Arturo, Arturo Huas... Uh, taps out here. It's a. It's like a. It's a. It's a referee stoppage. Yeah, it's, it's like you we can't... we don't see it that often. No, we saw it with uh, Kevin Owens against Sami Zayn, where yes. the referee uh, called the match TKO. I had said essentially, yeah, yeah, which I really like being used. Um, I think it fits Matt Riddle's character really well. Um, I love how. I mean, I think this was our favorite match at Evolve. If you haven't watched it, check out this match. It was. Who asked against, is it, was it Henry? Anthony Henry, I yes. believe. Yeah. Um, and it just felt real. It felt, yeah, very shoot style. I love the, uh, I love the sort of defensive stances from both of them, yeah. which is what you see in like a UFC exactly. fight where it's neither real. are quite going in because they don't want to open themselves up. And I thought for Riddle, who is the star here, to be showing that defensiveness, mm-hmm. it actually, um, gave a rub to Ruas as I well. I think so, yeah. Um, Personally, I'd love to see uh, Huas, like, be propelled a bit higher and see this match again down the yes, line definitely. where it's a bit more 50-50 and right. a bit more time, because I think these guys could steal the show. Yeah, I honestly was like, what? We're getting this now? Yeah. I just joked about it. But obviously, he this. isn't the priority no, right now, so it's going to end um, <clears throat> decisively uh, like this. But I think this is a great gimmick for Riddle, just referee stoppages. Uh, yeah, because Riddle's in this weird limbo because we're not sure what he's doing. Yeah. But we find out what he's doing uh, in just after this. He's then attacked in the middle of the ring by a man in a black hoodie. The hoodie is taken off, and it's revealed that this man is Killian Dane mm. in a Tool t-shirt. Did you know Killian Dane listens to Tool? No. Did you? Um, Justin Bieber recently came out this week saying that he's a big fan of the band Tool. So the band Tool put out a statement saying, bummer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And also, fun fact, I sat beside Tool. I I have no idea who this band is. You don't know who Tool is? Oh, dude. I sat beside Tool at Full Sail and didn't didn't know it was Tool. Right. I I went with my friend Shane. They put us in the front row because he's in a wheelchair. What I didn't know is they put us in the VIP next to the band Tool. I don't know what they actually look like. I've just been listening to their music. Okay. I sat beside the band Tool for like four hours. <laughs> go home, go on Instagram, and there's a picture of Triple H with the guys I was sitting beside nice. being like, I love Tool. I'm like, I'm a Tool. Oh, my God. Uh, Killian Dane attacks Matt Riddle in a Tool shirt. Um, and I was like, oh. I could feel the air deflating. In the full sale crowd, really? when I watched this, yeah, there was a guy in this. Re- the crowd didn't really react to it, and I wrote, <laughs> I wrote here because it was just so quiet. Someone literally goes, "Well, that's a mood killer." <laughs> I I didn't get this at all. I, um, I I didn't really I didn't really like this. Uh, oh, I just I just thought that maybe it's because of that one little comment where I got the tease of I'm is it is it Matt Riddle going to fight Kushida? Is that yeah. a match that I'm getting? I'm like cool. Then he's attacked, and I'm like, wait, who's this guy? And then it's Killing Dane. I was like, okay. Uh, also, Matt Riddle does the Broton. Mm. The sen- it's just the Senton, but he calls it the Broton. 
He does it really good. Mm. Killian Dane did it maybe four times here. I don't like when he does it. He, he didn't, it just didn't, just didn't, just didn't click for me. I don't know. I, it really deflated. I, I, oh, I disagree entirely. I just, I just didn't. I thought when he pulled his hood off, the crowd reacted pretty big. I thought they did it. Um, I thought they were like, kind of like, oh. I thought, uh, he looked aggressive. I think he's done those sentons loads in matches and they look yeah, great. They I look love great. the, the senton through like a sat up riddle going through the stage. I thought right. that was so, awesome. So he keeps hitting him with these things. He's attacking him. He f- brings him up on top of the ramp there and then does like riddles, like half so- sitting up. And then he runs and does a seated senton and mm. it breaks the, 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 the stage same. essentially. Uh, kind of like Braun and Lashley just did recently. Yep. And they kind of, not, there's not so far, it, the stage is not big. Mm. Um, but he crashes through Riddle there and takes him out. And clearly it's setting up for a Killian Dane, Matt Riddle program. I just thought I was a little take, like it just was like, oh, okay, well that's kind of a step back. Cause this was the guy I thought was going to be in the main event. I, I, like, I'm, I completely disagree. I, think this is a great reset for Killian Dane. Right. Killian Dane has like he's stolen some of those war games matches and for sure. things. When he was in Sanity, um I'm pretty sure these guys um both were in progress at the same time and had a few matches. I might be wrong. Sure. They were definitely there at the same time. Sure. So I think they're gonna be pretty familiar with each other. Um the only thing the two things I hope this isn't his new wrestling attire because he looks just like Bray Wyatt. He looked. Um, he didn't look good, is what I'm saying. Um, he looked like a, a schmuck in a tool shirt. Um, like that's so, I hope that isn't his ring gear. Um, the other thing was his promo last week came across babyface right. to me. No, he's not because he was saying like I don't know how it's a heel thing being. I survived terrorist attacks and my right, yeah. classmates being killed. <laughs> Jesus. Biggest heel. Yeah. It's like that. That doesn't make sense because he's me. angry at the world. Okay. Yeah, that that didn't quite make sense to me. Um, I would have maybe rather they didn't bring that up because I every I think, villain's got a nice backstory. Okay. Yeah, I just. Um, but no, I I think this should be a an awesome match. You can build a Kushida and yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just I just I just felt it was a little flat for me. I I think they needed to. He he is literally the. The Forgotten Son, Killian Day. Mm. He like well, all of Sanity kind of was, but like he is actually that because they ju- we just forgot about him. He disappeared, and we literally forgot about him. And this making him making me interested in him all of a sudden. I don't know. I was just super into that riddle match. Yeah, and I was sitting there going, "Ooh, like is that the match?" Because we're going to take over. Mm. So in my head, I'm like, they just teased Kushida versus Matt Riddle. I'm like, that's fucking amazing. And then I got this, and I was like, uh, and honestly, he didn't look that good in this. He's in a cut-off shirt. Like, I just, it didn't do it for me. I thought it was just like, uh, uh, but. Oh, I liked uh, it. But hey, yeah, I, I'm um, wondering what, what also, everyone else thinks. Like, personally, I, I'm glad having him back in NXT, I'm glad he basically didn't do anything on SmackDown. Because right. I think this is a problem with Tyler Breeze and Apollo Crews everyone. and things like this. It's like, we've seen you job. Over and over again. Right. We've seen Killian Dane, what, twice on SmackDown? So sure. I don't think he's got the stink of main no. roster yet. It feels more like he's been injured for a year sure. or been on a hiatus or whatever. So I don't know. I, I think this could be really cool. And I think them together could 
like really kill it. But why did he attack Matt Riddle? Mm. Uh, so is it Riddle versus him at Takeover, or at least the? I don't think we're getting Riddle in a match at Takeover. Takeover. Yeah, I guess not. Um, this I feel will be. Pre-show. I think he'll be pre-show and get it's people in the road. St- I just find it strange because like you're bringing a guy back, which means he shouldn't be losing. Mm. And I don't think Riddle should be losing. Riddle lost to Dream. I just I don't think Riddle should be losing either. But when but... you say the same with Kushida, and for sure. For sure. I just want to see that. I can see these two maybe having, like, similar to what they did with the Dijak-Keith Lee feud that went nowhere. Um, Sure. I I can see you having some sort of stoppage or uh, double count out or things like that and maybe have a little series so you keep both strong for a little bit. I just think Matt Riddle is getting so good. Like, I I know he's already amazing, Mm. but I mean, like, we we complained about how his character kind of wasn't a character. Mm. I think adding the more MMA things and the fight things is creating that character, and he's really coming more to his own. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a chance. I think you'll be surprised with the match. I think you'll. I I love Killian Dane. You're right. He's definitely stolen the show before, so. Uh, prove me wrong, gentlemen. Uh, we go to a special exclusive edition of Street Talk mm. with the NXT champions, the Street Profits. Uh, Angelo Dawkins says that we are the champions. However, there are some individuals in NXT that are running around thinking the titles are actually theirs. They make mention of the Undisputed Era being the little rascals of NXT. He says that O'Reilly and Fish, nah, 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 fam. We them dudes. So come and see me if you about that life right now and if you want the smoke. And then Docs says, and that is undisputed. And as he says that, Tez's face goes, <gasps> like the selling of the, I laughed really funny at that. Uh, re- really loud at that. Um, I just... They're on Raw doing the same thing now. So, like, this match is going to be good. I, I need to see uh, yeah, it. I think this era. match is going to be great. This, we, we, we deserve this match. Like, kayfabe-wise, the Undisputed Era do deserve this shot, I would mm. say. And the Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era is what I would say being added to Toronto TakeOver, if not yet officially. Um, I'm interested in seeing that match, but if you watch main roster now... Monday nights, you see them there, you would say they lose. Spoiler, okay. they lose the titles. Let's, uh, I'm going to have a little theory here. You mentioned just before we recorded today that you read a, a Meltzer report about Fox being interested mm-hmm. in uh, in NXT. Right. What if they're having like the Street Profits on Raw and SmackDown at the moment to get characters from NXT gotcha. more publicly known. Hey, They're there with the true. NXT titles, which um, other people we've seen move up. Like, War Raiders didn't come up with their titles. Maybe they're not leaving NXT, and they're just there to kind of... Get the rub. Get the rub on NXT. So if NXT does move to Fox, it's like NXT featuring the Street Profits, featuring this guy, this guy... NXT, Wednesday nights on Fox, two hours long. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think the fact that they, they haven't wrestled a match yet, and they are with the titles, makes me think they might be doing double duty for a while. Uh, so I don't think it's a given Undisputed will win, right. although I think the prophecy will come true Hashtag by the, the end prophecy. of the year. 
Yeah, uh, I think the prophecy should come true. I think they should lose the titles to Undisputed Era. Uh, the Fox thing is is true. I mean, if they do, they leave the WWE Network at the same time. What happens? I there? would think so. Do they I put Evolve on the WWE Network week to Maybe. week? Because like that's, I feel like that's a big draw for the network, in my opinion. I, I believe it's one of their highest. It has things. to be. It's like just behind pay per views. Yeah, I think it's, it has to be. It's yeah, NXT. It just finds it. I find it very interesting. Uh, like the Street Profits, this Street Talk is this, this was whatever. Uh, they are funny on Raw. Like they've been funny. Yeah. It just kind of feels like why. <laughs> I think it's just getting their their personalities is what I sold like your them theory though. In the first no, place. I like your theory that like hey, why don't we start getting them a little well known yeah. here. Uh, to be honest, I think they're in a better spot right now than if they were wrestling on Raw and being just yeah. lost in the shuffle. I think they're having a featured spot. You look at the, the last few weeks um, on Raw, the most entertaining things have been um, the Firefly Funhouse. Right. Um, I put the Street Profits in there. They've been pretty entertaining. And, um, and the 24-7. I think the 24-7 title, which a load of people groaned at to start with, right. has started to be really creative and entertaining. And it's been the the non-wrestling segments that are slightly out of the box uh, sure. to their normal stuff has been like Drake Maverick and R-Truth are more over than they've ever been right now. Oh, 100%. Wouldn't you say? Oh, Drake, Drake just filled his checks for the yeah. rest of the... Uh, he's got his wife a job now. <laughs> but you think they're more over in this than rather... Okay, Drake Manfrick versus Heath Slater for three minutes on Raw for no reason. Right. Like, that's not going to do it. So I, I think they've been quite smart, actually, having the Street Profits just come on, cut these things, and their reactions have started getting louder from the crowds. Well, they have catchphrases. Mm. Free smoke, free smoke. Who want to smoke? Yeah. Do you know what that means, though? Who no. wants beef? <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I think yeah, we, we talked about yeah, this. We schooled you about want smoke beef? Uh, who want the smoke? Uh, I'm interested in seeing the Street Profits because they've also uh, gotten better in their matches. For sure, so yeah. So a one-on-one tag 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 title takeover match against Undisputed Era, which is Fish and O'Reilly. I think it'll be really good. Oh, I think, I think it'll be a great match. I think it'll deliver. Yeah. Um, and those guys never miss, so they'll be fine. Um, we go to a. Uh, this is an interesting segment. <laughs> this is a very interesting segment. Last Saturday. At a live event somewhere in Florida, we have fan cell phone footage. This is footage from a fan's cell phone of Mia Yim attacking Marina Shafir in a parking lot. Murdering her. <laughs> I rewound this because I was like, wait, what the fuck's going on? I mean, she should be arrested. You should be arrested. <laughs> What? She beats her up while she's getting... Marina Shafir's getting in her car, and Mia Yim attacks her, beats on her, then slams her car door into her. nasty. And then walks off. Honestly, Marina Shafir and Jasmine Duke just get killed every week with kendo sticks, with doors. You know what I want to see in a couple of weeks? I want to see... Marina Shafir all, like, taped up. She's gotta be. All taped up. Black Eye, Jasmine Duke, Shayna Baszler. They're being interviewed by Kathy Kelly. In walks Roddy Strong with a Wu-Tang shirt covered in blood. <laughs> He's like, Marina. I've sorted it. <laughs> I, I took care of it. Yeah. 
You're not gonna that Mia Yim problem. Not gonna be a problem anymore. <laughs> Wu Tang's uh, Mia Yim is for the children. Uh, yeah, she slammed the car door on her. It looked painful. Uh, I don't know how you make that. Not uh, her. She used she used the the actual blunt of the thing was like her like elbow arm. Which right. you, dude, maybe still hurts. I mean even it was no, it possibly padded on the inside of the car door. It but just like, looked it like looked, a normal car door. It looked really good. Yeah. yeah. I didn't understand because they just were like, hey, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> there was no setup. Well, I, I was kind of taken off guard by it I was, as well. Dude, I, was I like, literally, All right, what is this? I literally Jesus. was on my phone. I was like, wait, what the fuck's happening right now? I had to rewind it. I was like, what? She, parking lots and NXT, are, you're just not safe. You can't be out in the parking lot. If you're a member of the NXT roster, don't go to, in, to your car alone. Yeah. Take some, you know, do the buddy system. Go to your car, have your ride. Cycle. <laughs> yeah, bicyclists. <laughs> are, you know, in Florida though, it's really hot. I don't know. Um, so Mia Yim now is going to take out the other one, I would assume. So yeah, they're going to be like on a flight somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or throw her into the propeller. Thing. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you see this in the news that someone was on a plane and they're they're filming outside the window and in the in the jet thing mm. something was loose and ratting did you see this it was all over CNN this week right imagine you're on a plane you look out the window there's something on the wing it's but it's like the fucking the 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 jet engine like the circular thing and there's this connecting thing but it's like not connected and it's rattling around and you're in the air that i would lose my mind um, terrifying i had a acting teacher um, he's one of the top teachers in the UK and he would teach sense memory, um, which is like going to something painful in your life or whatever to right. bring into the scene to okay. get you in the right emotionally, oh, emotional state for it. And we were doing fear and he told us a story about how he was on a plane, window seat by the, by the wing oh. and he notices just black smoke start <laughs> coming and so like they, they did some sort of like it was where the the things fall down and emergency right. land. Oh god! But it was quite a bit after, and he's like, "Hi, there's there's <laughs> black smoke coming." He was like, "The way humans react, it isn't what you think." Like you watch a film, everyone's ah screaming. Most of the people, maybe because it was a predominantly British flight, are just sat there minding their own chilling. business, just being like, "Oh," like just ignoring it. It was, like, it was so bizarre. I would lose my mind if I saw that on a plane. Yeah. I, I would lose my mind if I saw Mia Yim attack me on a plane. That's what's <laughs> going to happen. Mia Yim, I'm tired of these Mia Yims on a plane. That's what's going to happen. That's what should be the next like 24-7 angle. Like some comedy skit and then Mia Yim they, just fucking wait, slams no, the did door. They do? they, they, Jinder <laughs> well, they've done it on a plane. On the plane. But it should be Mia Yim just killing <laughs> Yeah, <someone>. yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's 24-7. Can they use that title on NXT? Yeah. You can win it. It's anywhere. Damn. What's stopping someone from, like, taking it? Like, a not, can you you have to be a member of a roster? Can, can I win it? It's anyone, I think. Because I thought for sure his wife was going to win it on Raw in bed. That will definitely happen. Yeah, that's I definitely... that's got to happen. Yeah, it's definitely the forward angle of, like one of Back in the day, like, one of Godfather's hoes. Oh, it? yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, referees oh, tr- one. Oh, trust me, I remember that one specifically. <laughs> that one. <laughs> um, so Mia Yim's on a rampage, and we'll find out what happens. I don't understand, but I'm not totally against it. Uh, we'll see. Uh, they're, they're really trying hard to heat this feud yeah, up, and yeah. I, 
It's not there yet. No, definitely not. Car doors aside, it's still not. Um, we go to our next match. The Breakout Tournament. Now, we want to talk about some scary things. Some stranger things. Let me introduce you to Dexter Loomis. I feel like we're going to have very different opinions on this next segment. On Dexter Loomis? Yeah. Okay. Well, I can tell you how I went in to this. I've seen this guy. This is Samuel Shaw from TNA Wrestling. uh, Who's... uh, He was famous for a feud with Ken Kennedy. Okay. Or Ken Anderson, Mm -hmm. if you will. And the famous one that got this guy kind of put on the wrestling map was there's a, an episode where Kennedy finds out this, his childhood home. So he's going to visit Samuel Shaw's childhood home and he goes in there and he's in like, you know, the psycho killer's home. And, uh, he comes in, he's like, what are you doing in my room? I said, what are you doing in my bedroom? And he <laughs> attacks him and it's fucking terrible. It's awful. Uh, Samuel Shaw though, that was Samuel Shaw. This is Dexter Loomis. No relation to Billy Loomis or Dr. Loomis from Halloween. Mm. Um, Dexter Loomis is billed from an undisclosed location. His music is the Stranger Things theme. Yeah, rip, that's why. Like, completely, completely exactly, just, a, yeah. just a rip of it. It sounds cool. It's just, I would actually say that might be the only thing that I'm like, uh, it's cool that you have scary music, but your character's a little different from like a Stranger Things kind of thing. But whatever, first time coming out. Similar yeah. to Billy, I'd say, from this season. Sure, sure, right, you're right. Um, <clears throat> oh, man, people love, the girls love Billy, hmm? let me tell you. Uh, Dexter Loomis, he's got slicked blonde hair, he's got a mustache. Like a Freddie Mercury mustache. Yeah, like Ned Flanders, scary. Um, he's got like tattoo sleeves that are like, a lot of the tattoos are blacked out. Yeah. So that means he didn't like the tattoos he had. So he got them blacked down. Um, and he's got like OJ Simpson gloves on. <laughs> Murder gloves. Yeah. So you can't have your fingerprints traced, yeah. essentially. So he comes out dressed like that in white jeans and some boots. Um, and this is where they go to like the, the cut interview scenes where they do the, mm. the, the interviews to tell us a little bit about them. But he doesn't have one. Instead, there's him staring at the camera, and then a clearly added-in clip of Mauro Ronaldo commentary being like, we were supposed to go to an interview with Loomis, but they are entraced like the rest of us back in the truck. All right. Cool. I, I really like this. I thought, I, I've been complaining about not having enough about these people. I think this is the one character you don't need anything you got exactly who he was just from his music, sure. his entrance, the look on his face, his look. Um, I thought this was great. Uh, so far, I'm like, yeah, all right. Like, I- I've seen him before. So I do know what he's capable of and what he's not. But I was like, no, this is a, this is, that was years, that was like th- probably a lot more than two or three years ago. Mm. So I'm like, that's, this is a clean slate for this guy. So, and good for this guy to make it to NXT and WWE. Um, I feel people who, are unfamiliar with all the people in this tournament, um, this is the guy that people will remember. Sure. A few weeks 100%. down the road, people are still going to go, well, oh yeah, that was that tournament with that 
serial killer. This guy. is a good week to debut him, considering uh, horror movies and wrestling really crossed over with Bray Wyatt, like redebuting this week, sure. right? Like, yeah, and I thought they did a good job of, of that as well. And like, also the launch of Stranger Things. I'm like, I'm that was probably an accident, but perfect right. timing. Like Stranger Things was the most watched thing in the last two weeks. Most watched, like, ever. Netflix was yeah, saying, like, so. they got so many downloads in, like, mm. the first day or something. All from me. I just kept rewatching it. <laughs> Steve. Steve Harrington. Um, his opponent is Bronson Reed. In his little video package, he says that he's from Black Forest, Australia. And get this, David. I know. Get this. Yeah, I know where you're going. Get this. <laughs> Here's the scoop. This guy... He loves to go to pubs and get in fights. <laughs> Was it a bite and a fight is a good night? <laughs> a pint and a fight is a good night. Okay. What is with baby faces liking to fight people in pubs? You're not a baby face. You're a heel if you do that. You're like, you're, you're an just asshole. a prick. Like, I've been to, like, I work in a bar and you see people looking for a fight and they are dicks. Like, this two weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row is... We talked about... Russell, we joked about the South Park Russell Crowe fighting around the world like yeah. five weeks ago. Yeah. And then last week we talked about it again. And now literally a dude has said, well, I just like going to pubs it's and like, fighting. Can you imagine like you're on one of those sort of dating shows and you've, yeah, you have your... Love pro- Island. Love Island, blind date, whatever. And you're going in a profile. Hi, I'm David. I'm from the UK. I live in Canada. I do a weekly podcast about wrestling. In my spare time, I like to go to pubs and fight people. <laughs> Fist fight, can't get any better than that in a pub. Like, fuck off. Like, what? Like, what? Uh, so, everyone in NXT likes to go to bars and fight. Yeah. That's where WWE actually gets their signings. They don't They don't yeah. go to indie feds. They go to the pubs after and they mm. find you. And they, if you survive, they bring you in. They sign you to WWE. Fighting around the world today... Bronson Reed says that a lot of people are talking about strong style, British strong style, Japanese strong style. What What about Australian strong style? So that's what I'm here to prove. So Bronson Reed versus Dexter Loomis. One guy likes to return videotapes and the other guy likes to fight in pubs is this matchup. They square up and... I literally said the videotapes because Loomis is uh, is like the camera shot. Yeah, he's doing like the pose off where he's putting him in his Framing own it. frame, yeah. uh, similar to American Psycho mm. with uh, Christian Bale. Um, he just watches scary movies and turns them into his gimmick. That actually isn't a bad gimmick. It's better than fighting in pubs. Uh, Nigel says <laughs> this made me laugh so hard. Nigel McGuinness. Nigel McGuinness was just off, I feel, on this episode. Uh, Nigel says, mm, I have a sick feeling in my stomach over this man. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps going, this guy's making me sick. This guy's making me feel bad. I don't like he's getting, he's giving me. You mean the guy who just came out and didn't say anything about you know, fighting in pubs? You know what, though? I really enjoyed um, the dynamic Corey Graves and Elias used to have in NXT. Where Elias, yeah, where Elias was a heel, Corey Graves was the heel commentator, but Corey Graves hated oh, Elias. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I would love this to just be an ongoing thing where it's just <laughs> Nigel's like, Nigel is freaked out by this guy, and eventually you'll have some sort of fun payoff with the two of them. Nigel has seen one two scary movies, and he does not want to watch any more Dexter Loomis. Uh, the match starts off. There's a. Uh, 
uh, a basically a test of strength between the two. Bronson Reed, though, however, definitely has the size of it. He's a big, he's a big. He got dude. real like Jeff Cobb vibes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, he overpowers Loomis, but Loomis with the uh, the athleticism here uh, does a cool, really cool kick up. And then uh, throws Reed out of the the ring, goes for like a suicide dive kind of thing, but does does sorry a tope, but like lands on his feet, kind of like Ricochet, not super superhero, but yeah, like lands on his feet, kind of more. Kind of gets out of the way, but he like yeah, completely. yeah, yeah, it's like a pose. Yeah, it looked really cool considering like you're still jumping all the way over the top rope and landing. And he's on a pretty tall cool guy as well. Yeah, I was impressed from that, uh, but instantly gets a standing crossbody on the outside from Reed. Uh, they go back in the ring. Loomis throws him, like, throat first into the ropes. He starts working on Bronson Reed here, but he keeps putting him in, like, rest holds. He puts him in, like, a side, like, chin lock kind of thing, and then licks his face. <laughs> he licks Bronson Reed's face. Uh, Nigel was really sickened by that. He actually had to turn his mic off and Was puke. it Killian Dane that said, I'll breathe on your face? Yeah, yeah. Last week it was, I'll breathe on your face. Well, Loomis has stepped it up and licked your face. I liked it better when Paige did it to people. <laughs> for my own selfish reasons. Um, Bronson, however, gets mad when he gets licked in the face, as one does, and fights back, hits... Oh, the back senton that just everyone loves to do. This yeah. back senton. His looked really good here. Uh, but it was only a two count. Beth Phoenix says that Bronson Reed is totally giving her Bam Bam Bigelow vibes. And I agree. Uh, there's a belly to back suplex and a leg drop from Dexter Loomis fighting back here, which allows him to go up top for a swanton bomb, but he misses it. Bronson gets him up and does some sort of like, the John Cena proto-bomb type move that he used to do. It's the before-the-five-knuckle shuffle kind of thing. Yeah, he does yeah, one of those things. He goes up top, and Bronson Reed, the big fella here, the big lad wrestling, does a huge frog splash off the top rope and pins Dexter Loomis to advance in the NXT breakout tournament. Uh, I would say this match was just kind of there, but... I thought the wrong guy went over. Um, I don't know. I think, I think Loomis did enough here where he's been he'll get rem- remembered. Right. He's he doesn't need another match. I don't think you'll have him come back as like think okay. what an impact like Bugenhagen made just in that one match sure. that he lost and that was months ago and we right. still okay they've changed his name but we remember him. And I think when they bring him back more regularly, people will remember him straight away. Also, we, we don't take into account, like, NXT does a lot of live shows. Yep. And a lot of the people on those circuits are guys we don't see on TV. Yeah. So I know for a fact that Dexter Loomis and, and Bronson Reed have been working these live shows yeah. for quite some time. So uh, you, you will see the, him again. I The the match was okay. Right. Um, I thought Dexter Loomis looked good, but I think his... Offense was way too babyface mm-hmm. for the guy who I assumed was the heel in the right. match. Um, like, he had some really cool flips and stuff, which isn't what I'm really expecting from a serial killer gimmick. Yeah. Um, also, the whole the promo with Bronson Reed saying, I want to show you Australian strong style. Didn't really see any no, you strong style. You didn't show me any of Any that. strong style. Strong style I'm expecting, like, stiff striking, yeah. kicking. Um this was just like the big guy splashes and 
things like that, which is cool, but I wouldn't relate to Strong Style no. at all. I would say this this was my least favorite match in the uh, tournament thus far, but it's two new guys to me, essentially, yeah. and I'm willing to, to see more from them. I just thought it was kind of like, uh, yeah, you shouldn't have said Strong Style if you didn't hit someone it's just, with it. It felt like just using a popular phrase yeah, yeah. and adopting it because you're Aussie, yeah. rather than <laughs> like actually showing us that. But... Uh, the tournament will continue because Bronson Reed will go on to face Cameron Grimes, and the winner of that will be in the finals against the winner of Garza versus Jordan Miles, which will happen. So uh, I can tell you right now, without reading ahead, who's going to be in the finals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I can see who. Uh, and I think I called it earlier in the, in the tournament. I think just from looking at it. But... Let's go backstage from earlier today. Tyler Breeze, he's in a photo shoot right now. But I'm going to stop right away. Okay. Because we've been saying that Breeze has come back to NXT, but it's almost like a shadow of himself. Mm. It's almost like he doesn't really... He's in this weird limbo. We were right. Because if he's supposed to be in the photo shoot right now, he's supposed to be Tyler Breeze, like, turned on. Yeah. This was Tyler Breeze at a 2 out of 10. He was just like... On his phone, like, yeah, I'm here, I'm doing it for, okay, cool, we're done here. Okay, cool, thanks. I was like, what? That's not Tyler Breeze. He felt like Smackdown Tyler Breeze. Yeah, yeah, it was so, I don't know, I felt, oh, I, was, I just didn't, didn't like this. Um, he's, he's there, he's like, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing this photo shoot, it's cool, thanks. And then like, starts leaving. And as he's leaving, um, he's being, he's being interviewed here, and the Forgotten Sons interrupt. As he was saying, everyone here has friends, except mm-hmm. me. And that's what I've learned from coming back. Everyone has a, f- has a friend group. And this is where the unwanted sons... Sorry. Forgotten sons. <laughs> <laughs> the unwanted are the group in Evolve. That's right. That's <laughs> And the unwanted son is Colby Carino. Right. The unwanted sons, the forgotten sons, come behind Tyler Breeze and they interrupt him. And they say, wow, Tyler Breeze, isn't that a blast from the past? Says, Tyler, I don't know what you're doing here, but NXT is filled with men. We're real men. Tyler's like, hey, 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 guys, I'm a man. Check out this beard. And hey, and he points to Jackson Riker. He says, weren't you Buddy Murphy? Which they get a lot. They they get a, a little mad here. They go, hmm, Tyler Breeze, you're funny. You're so funny. You're You're definitely not serious. I guess that's why it didn't really work out for you, because you just can't be serious ever. But this man is Jackson Riker. This is a savage. You've never seen a man like this before. Tyler Breeze walks off and says, boys, I've seen everything. And walks off. So we'll get Jackson Riker killing Tyler Breeze in a week or two. Uh, what? I just... Don't understand what's going on with this Tyler Breeze. Why are you here then? If yeah. you're not gonna, start, like, if, if that's the gimmick, but it's definitely not it. Like he just, it just it was. Didn't it was fine for the one off, the twenty fifth, yeah. like uh, takeover. Yeah, but something needs to change. Yeah, I just was not super feel. I'm not feeling this. I, I think I just I feel sad. Yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and it's not like because I'm like, oh, I feel sad for you. I just. Don't, it's just not doing it for me. It's not doing it for me. I, yeah. I want to, I, I bet people, a lot of people agree with us. I just, 
Yeah, yeah. I think we. I think NXT's moved on. I think wrestling evolves, and uh, Tyler Breeze needs to do that as well, maybe in a different direction. So yeah, we'll see Jackson Riker destroy him uh, soon. I bet. Um, we get a recap of Io Shirai mm. last week when she told the world while wearing black leather pants that she doesn't need any friends and she doesn't need anyone. Uh, I was lurking uh, Reddit, Squared Circle, and a lot of people are calling Io Shirai Emo Shirai. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and thank you to anyone. I woke up this morning to dozens of messages and direct messages and Twitter replies and private messages on other social media apps that WWE has released the new renders for Io Shirai. Do you know what a render is? Yeah. It's the photo thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you, everybody, for sending me <laughs> the Io Shirai renders. Uh, next week, Io Shirai will be back in competition is as this new Black Lotus character against Casey Catanzaro. Casey's going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I... I think I'm actually really excited for this. Uh, yeah, Io Shirai, you hate Casey Catanzaro. Uh, you hate her. I don't hate you her. Hate I just—it's just not my thing. And <laughs> now you're going up against my girl, my my favorite, <laughs> the best women's wrestler of all time, Io Shirai. Come on, <laughs> Emo Shirai. Can't wait. That's next week. Next, we go to our next matchup: Kushida versus Apollo Cruz. Now, this match was announced last week from William Regal. Um. Everyone, you know, is in line to fight Kushida. And clearly, Apollo Crews, not doing too much on SmackDown on Tuesday nights. He said, fuck it, I'll come over to Wednesday nights at Full Sail, back where I started in WWE, and I will fight Kushida. Um, Apollo Crews comes out, and Beth Phoenix lets us know that he actually just had a, a kid. So uh, I guess that's he's taking some time off SmackDown. He's like, yeah, I'll do the NXT run. It's fine. It's cool. I want to be home with my kid. Uh, Kushida comes out. This definitely, uh, this theme is better than the the one he's. He, yeah, it he still doesn't with. quite work. I don't think. But yeah, it's, it's not like a banger, but it's definitely better. Uh, this match starts off, and this was sorry. Great. Just just go back to the entrances. What is Kashida doing? I thought he was driving a car, and then he goes on the turnbuckle one. I think he did it later. He's kind of moving his fists like that. You're you're gonna tap. You're is breaking, that it? You're breaking. Also, I assume uh, this wasn't announced in advance to the full cell crowd. Because they reacted way bigger than I thought they right, would. Right, for Apollo. I also yeah. think maybe a load of his friends and family were TV side. I don't want to sound like negative towards Apollo, but he hardly had like a a run like Tyler Breeze did even in NXT. No, he did not. He wasn't there that long. He didn't he have anything particularly memorable. Um, so I was kind of surprised how excited and loud people were for him. I agree. It was they were pretty they I mean were not pretty, that, that I mean that's that's great. That's a great thing, but it right. was just like really okay. I'm I was shocked. I actually thought this was amazing. This match. Yeah, it was uh, decent. Definitely go out of your way to check this out. But I agree. I was like Apollo was here for a cup of coffee. He yeah. was a guy who really could have used NXT. Oh, he would he be in a com- way too early. He would be in a completely different spot in the world of pro wrestling if he were to have stayed for another 6 months. Mm. He could have been Something way bigger than what he is. Because you know yep. what? I can't tell you anything he's done. No. This is the first time I can tell you what he's done. Yeah. So, I need to see more of him after watching this. This match starts off. They go counter for counter with a great sequence of, like, drop downs and uh, cartwheels and counter for counter. 
and it ends with a drop kick from Apollo, but Kushida fights back almost instantly and hits his classic, uh, the front forward handspring kick. Now, I can't do handsprings, but if I could, I would do this to you. Mm. I would do the whole <laughs> handspring. Can you do it? Where you handspring forward and kick the guy with your heels of your foot to his face. It's such a cool move. Uh, I mentioned earlier that Nigel was kind of just having an off night. Right. Nigel had an off night here. He kind of slipped up in the commentary right in the beginning of this match. He goes, we have this match here tonight. What a what a night. We got this going on. We had the breakout tournament. Adam Cole will potentially have... Uh, Adam Cole will defend his title <laughs> tonight. Because he was like, wait, he's not defending his title. I was like, oh, see, so he's really not. Okay, cool. Thanks for letting me know, Nigel, so I don't have to stick around to not see a title match. Uh, but I'll let it go. Uh, there's a cool move by Cruz when Kushida's running towards him. He lifts him up in the air and then hits, sticks his knee out, basically hitting with like a, a lift up gut buster. Looked really cool. He puts Kushida in a standing suplex and just holds him there, stalling for like a good amount of time, finally dropping him down. He hits a corner splash in the, in, in the corner with a belly to belly, but only a two count. Uh, Kushida fights back and starts working the arm of uh, Apollo Cruz with this really cool like kick thing in the corner to his arm. Uh, looked really nice. Um, he keeps going for the, the hoverboard lock, or, or as Nigel calls it, the hoverboard lock, but Morrow keeps reminding him it's not the hoverboard. It's changed. Yeah, he's like, x on the hoverboard. Get the F out. Yeah. Like. <laughs> he's like, stop. It's not called that anymore, Nigel. Um, Kushida does uh, more handsprings. He does his hip toss cartwheel into the kick thing. Um, he hits a tornado DDT, but only a two count. Uh, Morrow mentions that Kushida was actually... Uh, undefeated in MMA in Japan. Um, there's a, a, a spot where there's a, an armbar countered into a fireman suplex, uh, a fireman carry, sorry, but then that's countered into another counter of a pump kick and then a deadlift German suplex from Apollo Crews. That's just beautiful, but he doesn't stop. He gets up again, hits a second beautiful deadlift German suplex, and then goes for the third. And on the third, Kushida gets thrown all the way upside down, face first, from this German suplex. It's like when you play WW2K. I always give that German to my guy. It's yeah. the one where the guy does the full... Oh, the like full the, rotation? The full, like yeah. if, if AJ Styles ever takes a German, he's always flipping yeah. all the way over. And same with Kushida here. Uh, on the third German suplex, Apollo Cruz hits a standing shooting star press. Apollo is lit. Um, it was only a two count, though. See, like, this guy goes from hitting deadlift Germans to doing a shooting star, yeah. standing. Like, this guy definitely has something. It's one of the things I... Because he's done this... Like, this has been his finish yeah. in WWE. Yeah. But his finisher used to be... He'd do a standing moonsault right. and then a standing shooting star. Yeah, yeah. And I think that really added to it. And I think it's a shame they took that from him. Because I, I think it's something that could really... Yeah, like, the standing shooting star is impressive, but to see the, the moonsault and then the shooting star is awesome. He hits that. It looks really cool. Kushida fights back and hits this, like, springboard Hurricane Rana, but it's countered into a roll-up from Apollo, but Kushida kicks out of it. This looks really cool as well. For Apollo, like, the, Beth was really, like, trying to sell us on, like, look at the size of this guy. N not saying Apollo's 
like giant giant, but he's jacked and he's doing like some like really athletic. Oh, he's always he's been always like, been like crazy that. It's impressive. Just, like, like I said, like you don't get to see it. We well, never see it. I remember when he first went to WWE and people that didn't know him was like, "What is he like?" And it's like, okay, imagine a guy like built like Titus O'Neil, right? Who moves like Neville? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, he moves really quick for his. Uh, he's. I need to see more of him. Um, however, the the springboard Rana counter was only a two count. There's a, a like a Pele overhead kick from Kushida, but instantly answered from Cruz with an enzigiri of his own. Um, they start fighting up on the top. It looks like Cruz is setting him up for some sort of move off the top rope, but Kushida hits the handspring heel kick again, yeah. but to the top of the turnbuckle, and then with the move of the night, I will say a flying armbar off the top of the top rope. Not just the, the second rope. Like, literally, both men off the top of the rope. A flying armbar from Kushida. Just beautiful. Incredible. I watched it, like, a million times. And he locks in an armbar, and Cruz is selling it. He's finally, he's reaching for the ropes. He's just about to get to the ropes, but Kushida transitions the armbar into... The Sakuraba lock, the hoverboard lock, Nigel, the Kimura, and Apollo Cruz taps out. That was such a crazy. I finish. thought this was a really good match. Um, it was great to see Apollo Cruz get offense. Yeah, do things. I think this yeah. was the most competitive match Kashida's had. Probably yes. his best match. What I loved about that arm, uh, like the arm bar off the top rope, is it looked ugly. Not in a not in a botchy, no, not I, in a botchy oh, way, it, like, but it, it looked you. like he's desperate. He's trying to get this guy like, sure. all right, I'm going to throw myself at him now because that would have hurt him as well. Yes. So I'm like, I'm jumping on your arm and falling off this to get the it's win. So crazy. I thought he looked awesome. Keep doing this spot. Morrow's like, I've never seen that before. Ever. I think it worked because it was against a bigger guy. Yeah. It made sense. Like Kushida in size is a lot smaller than. Uh, Apollo Crews. Definitely so check this out. Yeah. I don't think he should be doing this against your Drew Gulaks or sure. people like this, but when he's against, like, can see him using this against a Keith Lee, something like that. Right. Remember, remember, like, when Kurt Angle, classic Kurt Angle spot was, he'd try to hit you with something off the top rope and then you'd kick him off and he'd go flying down and then he'd instantly get up, run, and run quickly get you. Yeah, and yeah. He'd, he'd quickly get you. Kushida, that's what, like, Kushida's yep. here was that, essentially, but he does the handspring heel kick to the head. He sh that That is such, this move is so crazy. Bring it in WW2K and give it to my guy mm -hmm. as a signature. What This match was awesome. This was definitely the first time in NXT where, uh, well, I mean, uh, Cruz isn't really there, but for, for, for Kushida to be here, I would say, like, this is the finally, we're like, oh, that was cool. That was fancy. I need to see more of Apollo Crews like that on uh, the main roster. I would say we're kind of missing out. If this guy is that talented and he's not being mm. utilized, damn, that's, that's unfortunate. You know what? I'm just sort of trailing off in my thoughts here. You, you've got a few guys who are sort of lost on the main roster who have been coming back, like your Tyler, Tyler Breeze mentioning he... Like, you need friends around. Right, here. right. I wouldn't mind, like, a stable of these called-up failures. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the B with, team? With, but, like, a serious one. Like, right. uh, chip on their shoulder, going back home. Um, but it's not home for Apollo Crews. He was not there. 
No, I, not with him. Not uh, not Cruz. There's there's definitely. I think it could. The work. friends thing if, is something. If 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 treated not like a B team, like a social outcast, but right. treating us like a legitimate threat, it's like no, we we are good and we've got something to prove and a chip on our shoulder, like a four man team to just mix it up with the likes of undisputed, forgotten sons. Uh, could be cool, I think. I'll tell you, I really like this match. This saved the episode of NXT, definitely. I mean, the same with the last segment, but I just thought this was really fun. I, I definitely want to see more of this guy. Uh, and he he does look like... Uh, they, they they called him Apollo Crews because he was UHA Nation. Yes. And I know they were like, he's being called Apollo Crews, and there was mention of Terry Crews, mm. the actor, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, yeah. And like, he even was like, yeah, use the name. Like, go for yeah. it. Like, go, you're, I bless you with it. And like, all that kind of stuff. Um... He looks kind of like him, like, especially mm. in like different angles, bald and he's just smiley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we go next to Kathy Kelly. Mm-hmm. She's backstage with Keith Lee. We were just talking about mm. She is mentioning to him how he's almost been here a year and asking about his tenure here in NXT. He says, Kathy, it's all about progress. But what kind of progress you see how i'm saying it not the right way yeah <laughs> or you're the ra- selling it saying it the right way <laughs> uh he says progress well it start it starts and it stops you see when i when i came to nxt i was told that opportunities were to be laid at my feet but more or less i've just been looked over and passed by you see this breakout tournament that wasn't a thing when i came in nxt so, what what am I to do here? I'm just stuck. There's this guy, Damien Priest. So strange. You see, it seems like I need to change the narrative of my own story. Hmm. Great, great idea, Kathy. Thanks. Have a good one. And walks off. Uh, very strange character development here of Keith Lee. Yeah, they... <sighs> I, I mentioned to you before, like, he had this promo in the Di- Dijakovic feud where he was pissed at being bumped from the TakeOver card. Right, yeah. And, again, this this seems like a heel promo. Yeah, Like, definitely. you don't have baby faces whining about their position. No. Um, I wasn't sure if I liked his delivery or not. My worry is I can see him, the, the next time he wrestles, still doing the smile and the... The thumb and yeah. the pose and being the same Keith Lee. Uh, I hope he... And I don't know if I want him to be a heel. I feel this is... It's this, definitely, we've just seen this story with Cassius Ono. It's definitely him becoming key, the, like a heel because Damien Priest... Uh, they they instantly announced next week is Keith Lee versus Damien Priest. Yeah. And he's supposed to be the new guy who's a, a face, I think. I think. Yeah. I don't know. There's... There's another guy who's already kind of... You're already stuck in the shuffle, Damien Priest, because you've not really... I don't know. Uh, this Keith Lee thing is interesting. This could I be a really good match, but yeah. I I don't know where the priority is. Is it Keith Lee? Is it Damien Priest? Um, as I said, I don't want them to retread the Cassius Ono story of... Which was just a few months ago of yeah. Ono going the through ta- Regal's the, shiny new toys. shiny new toys. And this, this felt exactly like that promo. Yeah, I feel like Keith Lee definitely has uh, a good promo 
set of skills, though. Like, he mm. knows how to deliver. He knows how to talk. He's well-spoken. I just feel like the what he's saying is not... We need right. to see how he backs it up next yeah. week, really, and see where they're going. Well, I think you, he loses. <laughs> That's what I... That's what I can. So, he's losing to Priest next week? Yeah. Unless... Unless next week is his proper turn, and that's how he gets the win. Like, if he can beat Priest by, like, shady tactics, it kind of protects mm. them both. Yeah, maybe. I guess we will see next week. Now, our final segment of the night, Shock the System. The oh. Adam Cole Celebration Tour. The Bay Bay Championship Tour. Adam Cole comes down to the ring without Undisputed Era because... They were uh, on assignment, you know, getting all the... the what, what did he, why did he say they were away? He said they were away doing things for him or something? Like, that he didn't really make this clear. He, he said that the Undisputed Era, the boys, you know, they're taking care of business. Yeah. That's all he said, to mm. kind of say that. So we know that Undisputed Era are not here. Yes. Just remember that. So, Adam Cole, he comes out with the title. I believe this is the first time he showed up at Full Sail since winning yeah. the NXT Championship in New York. He says, the past few weeks have been the Bay Bay Championship Tour, and I've showed you morons what a true champion is. A true champion has true power. You see, my boys, they've been taking care of business. But there is an undisputed power switch in NXT. And tonight, I'm here to tell everyone that I'll be a fighting champion and I'll take on all comers. And tonight, I'm putting it all on the line. Against who, you ask? Against this man. And he points to the stage and a video package plays. And it's a video of when Johnny Gargano was in Cleveland, Ohio. And he's giving a kid in the wrestling school in, in Cleveland there, uh, the, uh, the, letting him hold the NXT title. And uh, it was this kid that we've seen throughout the, the yeah. videos of the past few weeks, past few months in NXT, Tuan Tucker. Mm. Tuan Tucker, come on down. And uh, this, this kid, this, this wrestling school hopeful, he comes out on the ramp. But he's he's a little like hesitant. He seems like it's like it's all a ploy. Like kayfabe wise, you know, Adam Cole is he's skeezy, and this is clearly not what he was going to do. But this Twan Tucker, he's here on the entrance ramp. He says, uh, Adam Cole says, "Look, it's just you and me, Twan. There's no undisputed era here. It's just you and me." And Twan says, "Hmm." Okay, cool, because I didn't come alone. And Johnny Gargano's music hits. Johnny Wrestling is back. He walks down, he gives him a little tip of the hat, a little wink, and he charges the ring. Uh, Adam Cole sells this like the classic wrestling heel, in my opinion. This is, this is why these two are so good. But yeah. Adam Cole, he does the classic looks both sides, realizes Undisputed Era is not there, and goes, oh, shit. You can read his yeah. you can read his lips. He goes, shit. Throws the title, and as he does that, Gargano charges the ring. They start to brawl. They start to go right at it. Gargano hits him with a super kick, 
Another super kick. He's beating him all around the crowd in full sail. He's chopping him and punching him on some railings. Uh, he's just going insane. Uh, Morrow says, Johnny wrestling is Johnny pissed off. And Nigel says, well, then you should call him Johnny bitter. Uh, he throws, he throws Cole through a, a barricade and he's fighting him and beating him up. And finally, the NXT referees come and they're, they're separating them. They're separating Johnny. He's leaving. He's walking up the ramp. He then runs and jumps off, goes flying right onto Adam Cole, keeps beating him up. They go back into the middle of the ring. They go into the ring, I should say. And Adam Cole finally gets some offense and attempts to go for the last shot, but instead turns around and eats another super kick. And then the classic DIY super kick. And then Johnny Gargano puts him in the Gargano escape. And Adam Cole is tapping out like a little bitch in the middle of the ring. And then they're pulled apart and they're separated. And as Gargano is walking up the ramp, staring down at the ring while Cole is like, you know, hurt like an injured dog. Gargano puts up his hands and signifies three. 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 Because the rubber match. They've had one. They've had two. It's time for three. And NXT goes off the air. Mm. Uh, I would say uh, they did a good job of kind of introducing me into this. Look, this feud has been one of the best in not, maybe not the actual feud, but the actual matches, the matches sure. have been the best maybe ever in WWE, would some people would say. And now I'm like, yeah, all right, let's go. Let's yeah. go. Bring it in. Bring him bring him home, guys. I you know you'll deliver. Let's go. Just, yeah, just I think it, it. it makes sense for, yeah. to have the rubber match. Yeah. Um and well, shall we go to the dot com exclusive? Yes. So so right after NXT uh ended, they did a www.com with R- William Regal and he's like, uh, yeah, I can't believe it. Uh, they're <laughs> oh, this nonsense is really, it's really getting me tired here. He's like, I'm, I'm tired of this shit, man. I can't, I can't take this shit anymore. He says, you know what? They've, they fought in a two out of three falls match, and then they argued over that. So I gave them the one regular one on one match, and then now they're, they're still fighting. So there's only one way to settle this. It's an idea I have, and it's going to take place at Takeover Toronto. The main event will be Adam Cole. Versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT Championship in a two out of three falls match. However, each man gets to pick the the stipulation of a fall. And if it does have to go to a third fall to decide... Which it will. <laughs> then I get to choose yeah. the stipulation. So this is just, this sounds madness. It's a, it's a three stages it's of hell three match. stages of hell in the six in Toronto. Three stages of hell in NXT. Holy shit. What, uh, what, would, what would you pick for the stipulations? What do you want to see? I don't know. I'm going to say fall number one, the two out of three falls match. <laughs> fall number two, an Iron Man match. And fall number three... A Queensbury Rules match. Oh, is that from... <laughs> that was Regal yeah, against yeah. Jericho yeah, like, like 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, from like 2001. Um, I think one of them should be a submission match. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Adam Cole just tapped out. Yeah. As Full Sail Crowd here was chanting, you tapped out. Um, 
if I'm Gargano, would you click a would click? Would you pick a submission match? Yes. Right. That's yes. That's good. What would you pick if you're Adam Cole? No DQ. No DQ ladder, or is that what William Regal's going to say? I I feel four no, four number three is normally like a cage match. Four number three's got to have. I'm remembering uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Okay. And Triple H in the final fall throws Sean off the ladder, through all the tables, and then grabs the title. And he's just such a snarky heel, like classic, right. like dick move. And I think that's what you're going to see in Toronto. I think you're going to see Adam Cole, Gargano, in some crazy... I think, yeah, I think full number three is going to be a ladder or a cage. Yeah, something um, nuts as Full number two is probably no DQ. And yeah, I wasn't. I didn't think about submission, but that makes complete sense. So how's this going to happen? Cole and him are going to fight yeah. in the one match. Then they're going to go to the second match. And then Regal's going to come out and announce what kind of match it's going to be. That's what he said. That's how he's described it. He said, I'm, I, then I'm going to choose. You don't think it's going to be all announced beforehand? I would prefer it to be announced beforehand because he, the way he, like, that makes sense. That's wrestling. But the way he said it was like, well, it's then just, I gotta come out. If and- it is a ladder or a cage match, it's <laughs> like, gonna we're gonna see know, it. Aren't we? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. So I, I, I feel we'll have it. the fools announced pretty soon. <clears throat> so three stages of hell in the six. Yeah, I'm excited. That's pretty cool. So I'm I, really excited. For I this. will say, like, they definitely, like, if you were, like, one of those people who were like, oh, I don't need to see a third, well, you were wrong. Mm. Because you do. And I feel like this one's going to get people back in. They're going to yeah. be like, uh, you, you know what? Take my money. You this know what? It's going to get like 45 minutes as well. Oh, yeah. Least, yeah, think. definitely. You're getting um, probably an hour from these guys here for, for this match. So I'm pretty excited. I'm I, very excited. Originally, this. we were saying we wanted Matt Riddle, Adam Cole. And you know what? Uh, that, that'll happen. Yeah, I no, I'm happy with this. I'm a Johnny Gargano yeah, guy. I want to see Johnny Gargano at Takeover. Yeah, it in doesn't a feel the match. same without him. It doesn't. It Johnny won't. Takeover. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really happy for this. This has got me extra excited for this show. And like, literally, like, you buy a ticket for something, you want to, you want it to deliver. Yeah, I know this will deliver one hundred percent. So I'm super excited for that. Uh, so that was this week's episode of NXT. There is another thing I want to bring up mm. for some fantasy booking. Okay. Have you been on this app called Twitter? What is that? It's free. Okay, cool. I like free. Yeah. Do the uh, Russians own it? <laughs> Fuck, probably. <laughs> oh, man. Do the Russians... The Russians will be excited about this, too. Okay. Have you seen what AJ Styles has been tweeting? No. Let me, let me, hmm. let me, let me, let me discuss this. Okay. Uh, uh, a listener, uh, a listener, a fan uh, on Twitter replied to AJ no, Styles. Yes. AJ Styles posted a, tw- a picture of the club now that they're mm-hmm. the stable on Monday Night Raw with him and the boys. And uh, he said, no one around here can touch us. We're, we're the best. We're the best team. We're the best unit in WWE. And, the, and, and a fan was like, hey, what about Undisputed Era? And AJ Styles uh, replied with a laughing emoji, brushing it off. And now Adam Cole has gotten involved. And Adam Cole says, careful what you wish for, AJ. Nice. Will we see Summer, not SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Undisputed Era versus the Bullet Club in WWE? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Finn Balor will come back. Since he's leaving. In his little hiatus, yeah. And then he'll come back, he'll join AJ, he'll join the club, and they'll fight Undisputed Era. What do you think? Or is that That'd just... That'd be awesome, but I think booking? it's fantasy booking. So, I think that's 
pe- them going into business for themselves, and we're going to get Randy Orton, Braun Strowman, and I don't know, someone Shane boring. McMahon. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, in NXT? Undisputed Era versus the Imperium. Yeah. That's I'd be cool for that. Yeah, I'd like that. I think Survivor that... Series is a perfect weekend. You've got War Games. I think uh, NXT, NXT UK crossover. Like you have Raw v Smackdown on uh, Survivor Series. Uh, you have NXT v NXT UK. Sure. I think it would put a lot of eyes onto NXT UK. Like much needed eyes. Much if, needed is if the you, right word. If you ha- shoot a lot of angles for this pay-per-view on NXT UK TV as well, where that becomes a much watch, must watch. I, I think that's a really good idea. I think there needs to be more cross promotion of the UK. I watch the UK quite often now and yeah. every week I'm like, yeah, that was good, but not really that memorable. Uh, this week had Cassius Ono versus Mark Andrews. Good match, but like, yeah, it, right. ha- it, it happened, essentially. Uh, there is a match announced for the TakeOver Cardiff okay. show. Are you ready for yeah. this? Get ready. Okay. Tony Storm, mm-hmm. Kaylee Ray. Okay. That's the only match they've right. announced okay. so far. So they have not match- announced their main event. Right. But uh, it's still a little ways away. So, but sure. I would probably start kicking into gear to try to... Yeah, absolutely. I would think yeah. so. I just find that show is just there. It's filler. It's just a limbo show. Yeah. You don't need to watch it. No. It's just, it's just there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Tyler Breeze on this week's episode of NXT. It's yeah. just there. We don't know why, but he's just there. Uh, let's go to some feedback. Every Wednesday night, we post up when WWE NXT is airing on the network. Forum.postwrestling.com is where you can find it. Do you want to start? Sure. We have Moopy. Hey guys, I mentioned a while ago about NXT possibly doing Imperium versus Undisputed Era in War Games. Nice. And after watching how both groups are on either show, it seems very likely to happen. Would you like an NXT UK versus NXT TakeOver at some point? Well, I think we just literally <laughs> spoke about that. So well, what yeah, do you do? You, know you can't have Walter lose, and you can't have Adam Cole lose. Come on. Uh, okay. Was that, was that all he Yeah. Wrote? Do you want me to continue? Or are you fine? I just opened it and I'm good. Eva okay. from London. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's super fan. And this was a great episode minus the feud that needed the heat strapped to its back more than the Rocketeer. Huas and Riddle was a fun MMA style opening quick back and forth. I Though I like Huas more, I love the high knee followed by the ground and pound and stoppage. Uh, then we get a shitty shot quality of Mia Yim beating down Marina Shafir. The majority of this feud is building off camera, or not at all, and it's not working. Apologies to Kushida and Apollo for last week. They blew my expectations out of the water. It was a barn murder, and a huge reaction Cruz got from the NXT fans. They don't forget. Keith Lee's promo was decent, and I'm looking forward to his match next week. I saw Cole's fakeout coming a mile away as soon as these commercials began airing. Um, was a pleasant surprise and a good beatdown from Johnny. She's got a question. Uh, do you see any... Do you see any time Huas moving up the card? Yeah, I think so. Um, I hope we, so. We mentioned that we kind of want to see Huas uh, in a more predominant I think spot, it will be a while. Some, yeah, we still though. got some time. Yeah. yeah, We mentioned last week where I think I said that Triple H has it scoped out. He's got it down to a yeah. science. You're going to have amazing NXT for the next, like little while like 
takeovers. I mean, he's got his set characters, yeah. and he's got them lined up to to queue. Like he's ready. Like, to look fire. how long Street Profits were just waiting in the wings yeah. for a load of guys to move up, and yeah. then they're like, "Hi, we're actually really good." And yeah, you're like, like, "Oh, hey, cool, we're good now. Awesome. We can, we've actually been been doing this, and we're getting good." Uh, and they end with, uh, in the words of Ron Burgundy, "Stay classy, BDE." Nice. Harry from Houston. I have a few problems with this Gargano Cole angle. The first one is the crowd reaction. Now, I wasn't at the taping, so I don't know this for sure, but I think it's a fair guess that there were they were not shown the video package of Cole going to Gargano's and the wrestling school. So from their perspective, Gargano is being a total dick and a sore loser by attacking Cole without Cole doing really, really doing much to anger him other than giving his friend a shot at the title. No wonder there were loud boos towards the end. Yeah, I can I agree with you there. Uh, the second one is Gargano coming back with no really ex- real explanation as to why he left. I assume he was mentally defeated after the yeah. 25 match, but none of that was ever explained. He just took a vacation and happened to come back one week for all we know. Maybe this will be explained later, but the return feels meaningless when we don't know why he left in the first place. Uh, no, I, I think after any big championship thing, this goes in wrestling, this goes in actual mm. fighting, boxing, uh, like a championship changes hands yeah or is defended like you both kind of could chill i like that in new japan where it's like hey i just had a huge defense you know i'm chilling for like a little yeah, sec give me, yeah give me a sec i just i just put on a classic and i feel like this this totally makes johnny the dude went cole went to his dad's shop and ate the pizza i do completely agree though like these these tapings of cole going to gargano's and stuff Full Sail may not have seen sure, that. Yeah. And as far as they're concerned, this young kid's got a title opportunity. And, then, and this this guy who lost is being throwing a tantrum uh, and beating him up. I will say that this Tuan kid, yeah. uh, he actually is uh, trained by Johnny and by Candace. Like, nice. specifically, that's, cool. that's who yeah. he's trained by. So uh, I think that was a cool little... And I thought his... Thought for what little he did, he delivered his line well. Well, yes, we're not used to seeing that in wrestling when, like, the... the I remember it was, like, JBL when he was champion. He said, we're going to do a, a raffle, and mm. the winner gets to fight me tonight for the title. And then it was, like, Shannon Moore. And right. Shannon Moore's like, oh, my God, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. And, and then it was it was revealed that JBL rigged the thing, and it right. was all, like, Shannon Moore right. or whatever, right? <laughs> Classic wrestling heel. Yeah. Whereas this kid was like... Mm, I know what you. I know doing. what you're doing, yeah. and here's Johnny. And yeah. I was like, that that was good. I thought it was good. Yeah, I liked it. I knew it was coming. You knew it was sure. coming, but it was still good. So I thought that's. I thought it was still delivered. Even that kid was awesome. Um, and then I think there's one la- last one here. Oh no, there's still yeah. Uh, let's go to mystery. The Yim Basler stuff still isn't clicking for me. But anyways, I wanted to let you guys know that you are in a real treat next week. When Io Shirai wrestles Casey, my friend was down in Florida this past weekend visiting family, and he managed to sneak out long enough to catch a house show. Io was on it, and he mentioned she was very sadistic and unhinged in her attacks, but also no more moonsault. Mm. What? What? I'll uh, take it. I can if 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 I gain leather pants but lose a moonsault, I'm okay with it. <laughs> We go to Pick Japan. Was that Queen Kathy with the flaxen hair and light blue summer dress? Her loveliness is distracting and I'd rather gaze upon her than her interviewees. Okay. Uh, speaking of which, Keith Lee's uh, dissertation seemed a bit out of place for a quick standing backstage interview. His thoughtful demeanour seemed more fitting for a longer sit-down cross-examination. 
Mia commits felonious assault and battery and presumably gets away with it. All Jeff Hardy did was sleeping while drunk in a stairway and he gets charged. Life is not fair. You win today, sir. Wow. Thread. Uh, Right there. Just couldn't buy into the Kushida match. Bringing in wrestlers from the other WWE shows comes off as too forced. Kushida needs to be in a regular program. Tuan has a future. Not in NXT, but he has a future somewhere. (laughs) Ahoy! This episode would have been better with Kyrie. Uh... Isn't everything better with Kyrie? Yeah, no, yeah. Yosh, right. Um, that's super funny about the, the Mia Yim thing. I mean, we've seen in NXT, we joked about the Roderick Strong thing. <laughs> You're, it's not main roster, therefore you can get away with anything. Yeah. You can kill people, you can hit people. We, we still don't know what Roddy did to Riddle to get the blood on the shoe. And we never will know. Uh, I've been watching the G1. And I watched uh, Kenta versus Tanahashi, yeah. which is like, t- I had to watch this match. Sure. As soon as it was announced, I was like, I need to watch this match. And when I'm watching this, the commentary, Kevin Kelly is like, you know, uh, he didn't he didn't really go that far where he hoped to be. In, he didn't really make it. He was set back with injuries. And then all I was thinking was like, say it. Say it, Kevin Kelly. Say it. Ever since that parking lot attack, I, I love like just before like Kenta v Bad Luck Farley be like, I know you're in Florida that day. <laughs> just add a little juice to the match, like a bit of heat. Do that for anything. <laughs> yeah. Tanahashi, were you in Florida? <laughs> were you in Full Sail, Winter Park, Florida that day, that night? In in an alternate reality, you I need the payoff of Steen and Kenta because mm. Steen did it. Yeah, it, the storyline was. What a shame. And he walks up. Mm. So I need to... But what we learned here is Mia Yim is now the attacker mm. in a parking lot. And that's kind of a heel thing to me. But um, let's go to uh, Kinney from Bristol, UK. Good start to the show with Riddle and Arturo having a different style of match. Happy to see Dane return on his own and manhandle Riddle. They had some great matches on the indies and I expect this feud to be fire. Let's make this clear. Bronson Reed won the match... But the match, sorry, won the, won the match, but the match was all about Dexter Loomis. Firstly, his ripoff of Stranger Things, Stranger Things theme song, and secondly, the debut of the Samuel Shaw gimmick. I like this gimmick, and I think there could be some really good promos and vignettes on the horizon. Kushida is having good matches, but I'm ready to see him in a feud now. Tyler Breeze throwing shade at Riker, calling him Buddy Murphy, was hilarious. Ain't nobody gonna point out the blatant daylight assault by <laughs> Mia Yim. Just casually fucking people up in the Walmart car park. (laughs) Gutted I can't make the six for SummerSlam as I'm trying to avoid a curb stomp from the wife for spending so much money on wrestling-related things. Uh. Shugs, on the other hand, is on a YOLO mission... So try and hook up my boy with a place to crash. Yeah, he messaged me the other day. Tell tell him to... I reply. Tell him to get back. Yeah, we, we I, I, I message him as well. Mm-hmm. He's got two questions. Are you interested in another match between Cole and Gargano? Yes. yes. They, they sold it. You could, I think I could watch them wrestle forever, yeah. to be honest. Uh, just They just deliver. Um, some guys just click. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, what's your thoughts on the use of the Street Profits on the main roster? We've Which we did. And I, I like it. And we have some theories that maybe yeah. will come true. Uh, we have Sushi Master Charbel. I hate MMA, UFC, and all that kind of shit, but what I hate even more is the original bro. But you know what? I love that match. It was so different, so awesome, maybe just a bit slow. Huas really looks like a final boss in a video game like you mentioned. The Street Profits promo was so different, and I loved it. 
Seriously, after weeks of Tez doing other wrestlers' catchphrase, I thought the impact of Angelo delivering it was nice. Yes, you already know I only watched WWE. All those breakout stars are new for me, and they're freaking awesome. Maybe not five-star matches, but give them time. Dexter is the shit. Why the fuck did he lose to Otis with the black hair? <laughs> By the way, last week we saw Miles and Doze. He beat the canoe-sized teeth of Kona just... Sorry, by the way, last week we saw Miles, and does he beat the canoe-sized teeth of Kona, just asking? If I was the WWE, boom, reset in NXT, bring everybody up and some people down and start all over. In the same time, it's a big reset for the main roster to help Heyman and Eric. Gee, have you had coffee, Sheldon? Aerograph! Like, uh, never saw, <laughs> saw Apollo in NXT, he's tremendous. Would have been so funny if Gargano's friend would have wrestled. Adam Cole is such a dick. Shirai gets me high. <laughs> I'm not saying the last bit, but thank you, Charbel. Nice. You can go to forum.postwrestling.com and read the rest of that. You were asking me earlier in the show, have you heard of something? I think Charbel has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go hard in Quebec. Yeah. They go hard in Montreal, yeah. okay? Yo, they party hard. Uh, Victoriaville. There. Victoriaville. Yeah. Sorry. It's quite close enough. Uh, David George from Manila... PH, that's crazy. I'm back, besties. Welcome back. The first match not only is Magnum Opus, but it is a shocker because the Beast from Belfast is back to squash. Uh, welcome to NXT, Dexter Loomis. It looks like Mia Yim is on hunt mode by simply taking out Shayna Stooges. Apollo versus Kushida, wow, just wow. Jenkins, Johnny Wrestling is on beast mode after that Bay Bay man went on his championship tour. Chillax, man, you will get your revenge someday. Before I forget, Io Shirai's aggressive heel persona with different attire reminds me of Hito, Hitokiri while she was in Lucha Underground years ago. Questions. Do you, how do you guys compare Damien Priest and Baron Corbin? Yeah, they, they're very, very similar. Just Damien Priest is a bit of a better wrestler. And, oh yeah, he, that does look like, yeah. yeah. Uh, and is there any plans for Street Profits to drop their NXT tag titles? We don't know. We don't know. Uh, is Prince Pretty going to be a champion soon? No. Um, probably not. No. He says, take care and God bless. Thank you. And finally, we have Ange from Cali. Hey, fellas. Women's wrestling has been very weak for a while now, and it's sad to see the fans in the crowd chanting, this is awful on Raw, and AEW has a very weak women's roster. What can save women's wrestling from this downturn? You guys are the best, thanks. Yeah, I haven't seen that match, but by all accounts, it was awful. Which? The, so, there was... I watched Raw this week. There was a back, backlash from the... Was it Alexa Bliss against... I'll tell you, th that match sucked. Yeah, so, just because... It. Like, okay, we've gone through a women's evolution. We're still allowed to criticise if a match sucks. 100%. Like, we sit through a Baron Corbin, Shane McMahon match... There's gonna be chance of boring and this AW, match sucks and AEW. Yeah. Like, like, equality. Like, we're allowed to hate a shitty match. Definitely. I'm, um, I'm tired of, this is, this is where I don't like, I, I'm not an Alexa Bliss fan. Okay. I don't think she's a good wrestler. Right. I think she's really good on the microphone. Yeah. I think she's really good on mm. the microphone. I think she's really good looking and that helps for uh, when you watch a star and TV yep. and, and everything like that. It just instantly brings you into a character. She's got a great look with her the way she dresses. But when it comes to her wrestling, I check out. Right. And I check out hard. I'm done when she wrestles. Mm. And I was watching Monday Night Raw and I was chilling and I was like, this match has been going on for 10 minutes now. Mm. 
Smash been going on for like 15 minutes and I was so done. And then the crowd started chanting that and I, I would never chant, chant that at a, at, at a, a match like that. That's, that's just not me. I don't do the CM Punk chants. I don't do any of that sure. shit. That's kind of disrespectful. However, yeah. That you're allowed, I paid for a ticket. I can I can show. I don't like this. Yeah, it's uh, same. You go to uh, uh, your team yeah. playing a sport, and if they're not delivering and they're yeah. not playing well, people boo their yeah. own team. Like just because, that's okay. Yeah, you're, where it's wrong is when you're chanting derogatory chants, yes. which there used to be a lot of. Yes, these weren't derogatory no. chants. These were this match sucks, boring, which we hear. All the time in men's matches. Remember, yeah, well. Batista Big Show on ECW TV, WWE yeah. ECW. They said change the channel and yeah. all this shit. Like we've had please retire chants. And yeah, stuff like yeah. That. So like Alexa Bliss went on Twitter and like said some shit about it, being like, yeah, like it's so disrespectful. I was like, honey, then you're in the Grab wrong. Your bu- audience. Yeah, yeah. You're in the wrong business. Then, like, sorry, this isn't Total Divas. In fact. I, I don't watch wrestling to watch uh, you come out and drink coffee. Mm. Sorry, not totally. They've they they brought in this whole women's revolution, mm. and we we went to WrestleMania, the first ever women's WrestleMania main event, and I yeah. was so into it. But what have they done since that? Um, yeah, I but I do think it's it's unfair to say women's wrestling is weak. Yeah, I just I, think I, I agree maybe with that being too, shown. Yeah. I, I haven't agree with that I haven't finished Fight for the Fallen yet, but in the first two AEW oh, yeah. shows, the women's matches are matches that have stood out to me. Right. Um I mean Britt Baker was injured. Yeah, I heard she uh, got a concussion during uh, the match. And a pretty serious one uh, actually. So I'm also wondering if that had any uh coincide with Adam Cole was wrestling that night in the main event against Akira Tozawa. I wonder right. how hard it would be <laughs> in your head. No, like like actually like your your significant other just got injured. You're in a different city, in a right. different state. Yeah. And you hear this news and now you have to go out and still perform. Yeah. Like that's gotta be hard on you, yeah. I would imagine. Um but I, I think we've got we've got talent in NXT in the women's division. I think Io Shirai is fantastic. I do like I this think. I do like this question though, because like um I, I'm going off on how I all of a sudden Io Shirai has brought me back into yeah. like something, right? Like I didn't. I wouldn't say she was like my favorite, but I was definitely a fan of her. But instantly, I'm like, yeah, this is something I want to watch. It's definitely a, a character change or evolution that I'm like, this is interesting to me. But it's also like you, you say, women's wrestling has kind of been weak. But it's like when when someone says to you, like, oh, music sucks these days. Music's mm-hmm. trash. It's not the same. No. You just gotta go look for it. Yeah. So if you're a huge fan of women's wrestling, but maybe Alexa Bliss isn't your thing, then go watch like Stardom. Go yeah. go watch Shimmer and stuff. Like I'm not saying like go then go out of here. But- I'm gonna focus mainly on WWE. Sure. But it's it's booking. Sure. You you look at Extreme Rules. People shit on the the TV shows every week. I thought Extreme Rules was fantastic. It was a really it was, good yeah. entertaining show. You you look at the women you've got in WWE right now. Kyrie Zane, Asuka, Shayna Baszler, crazy. Io Shirai. So crazy. Um, who else have you got? Bailey, Sasha Banks, if she comes back, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. You've got talented women's wrestlers. Right. Just like, show us that. Yeah. I, Don't put three pay-per-views in a row against Lacey Evans. Yeah, yeah. I, Don't do <clears throat> fucking headlocks in 
for 10 minutes. I'm telling you, this match TV wasn't match. good. And then as soon as the crowd started chanting that, I like went, oh, like that's rough. And then people were like, oh, how can people criticize? I'm like, mm, that's not how wrestling I hope thing. it fuels them. Yeah. Though. yeah I hope too. it isn't just like, oh, we're going back 10 years to being people being disrespectful be like no that match sucked I bet, and I've got to prove myself now I bet Be- uh, Becky versus Natty in Toronto will be a really good match and uh, I I want to see uh, Becky and Natty just like kill it Becky had the best line in their little promo mm. about saying your career needs this more than nice. me and like that made me go oh my god like they're throwing shots at each other this is crazy because that's Becky always yeah. likes to break that kind of barrier but I foresee Becky retaining, and that's when you see Sasha Banks come back. Okay. And then, like, I don't know, attack her or in some capacity, sets up yeah. for a program with those two. I, I've never really been a Natalia fan. Right. But I think the crowd could be super hot for that. They will be um, super hot for Becky it. Lynch is, she's lost a bit of steam, but she's still really she's over. Got back, and yeah. she hasn't been to Toronto for a while. So I think yeah. Toronto crowd would be ha- hot for her. Obviously, Natalia's Canadian. Yeah. It's going to be a Canadian crowd. Um, yeah, I, I think. With a good build, I think, and enough time, this could be a really good match. And we're all forgetting that it won't matter because the second Io Shirai gets called up to the main roster, she's whooping all y'all asses. Yep. Uh, and then Mia Yim will come up and start hitting people with car doors. <laughs> and then you can chant, this is awful at that, huh? How yep. about that? Yeah, that's it. Well, if you are going to SummerSlam mm. in the six, or maybe TakeOver Toronto, then you should be joining us for the TakeOver Tailgate, yes, August 10th, wide open in Toronto. You can go to postwrestling.com slash NXT tailgate. It'll direct you to our, our website. Eventbrite our site. Eventbrite. We're also on BlogTO now. Yeah. You can go there and look it up there. Um, there are very, very few tickets available. I'm telling you right I now. I think we'll be sold out by the next time we do a show. Um, yes. we've, we've only, it's a very small bar, it's small capacity. Um, so if you are wanting to go get your tickets, cause they're almost gone. Yeah. Uh, it's super amazing that we have so many people coming. Honestly, it's just going to be a party. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of people hanging out. We're going to watch some wrestling. Uh, we'll put on Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano matches to get yep. you hyped for the third, the rubber, the three stages of hell. Um, and we'll do a live Q and A. And we'll have wrestling-themed drinks. We'll have wrestling uh, themes. Uh, email me. Uh, I've sent out an email to everyone who's uh, who's attending, uh, asking if they want to participate in the Mario Kart tournament. Yes. A lot of you have got back to me. If you haven't yet, please do get back to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, people are scared. Mm. They don't want to. They don't want to fight me in Mario Kart. Mm. I've heard the the rumors. The on the street. Oh yeah. Is, uh, no one can beat me. So that's just what it is. No one is ready for. Braden. No one is ready. No one is ready. Uh, so I can't wait for that. Um, that's coming up in a few weeks. Uh, go listen to our Evolve show. We ran down the entire NXT uh, Evolve thing with the NXT title match. That was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, listen to John and Wade do their their G1 every fucking every day. day like, <laughs> they, those guys. I feel this is like a, a social experiment as well. How long can they record... So- Ten times a day so without crack. cracking. They'll crack. Um, yeah, they subscribe to their Patreon. They're running down every single G1 card. It's it's amazing stuff. Uh, 
big yeah. up for those guys. Yeah, definitely. And I'll be uh, I'll be watching the G1, and we'll talk about it uh, week to week on this show too. So uh, listen to us every week. You can follow uh, us on our socials. Uh, I am at the Bray D, and I am at Davy Portman. And we'll talk to you next week. So take care. Goodbye, and be safe. Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash a second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.